All right, welcome to Dick and Carlos. Uh, Beyond the Star podcast. Dallas Cowboys just beat the Green Bay Packers, and it is a it's it's an exceptional. <laughs> what? Hang on a second. Let me back that up because I get ahead of myself sometimes. We drink ice cold Miller Lite on Dick and Carlos patio, and and I put things in front of things that shouldn't be there and whatnot. But today is an exceptional, awesome day at Dick and Carlos patio, based off uh, the Dallas Cowboys victory day against the Green Bay Packers. There was a lot of doubt. There was a lot of nerves going into this game. And nerves on Dick and Carl's, it was crazy here. I could imagine what it was like uh, amongst the Dallas Cowboy players and the organization all week. The game, come on television. And the Dallas Cowboys did what they've been doing all year long. Win football games. Like just another step in the stride. A little bit of issues along the line in today's game. Uh, the defense, I'm telling you right now, and amongst the people on the podcast today, I, I really couldn't say a whole lot of negative things about our defense. Our defense stood up pretty good. I, and I, I'm, I'm actually going to say our defense stood up really good, really good. Our quarterback, Dak Prescott, showed up. Of course, he does every, every game. Uh, Zeke showed up in, what, 140 yards today? Uh, another another 140 yard football game against the Green Bay Packers and if if today if I'm not mistaken the Green Bay Packers was the number one rushing defense in the league is that right producer Ron no that's absolutely correct uh, this was a huge victory for the team for Dak Prescott especially uh, it wasn't quite 52 to nothing but if you add 30 and 16 you get 46 which is close to 52. So I'll and, I, take that. and I like I like what you're saying, bro. And he, you know what? You're exactly right. Hey, uh, Robbie, let me correct you. It was uh, 28 carries for 157 yards. 157 yards on 28 carries. This guy is a cowbell for the Dallas Cowboys. He's, <laughs> he's a, yeah, you hear that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's he's broken records. He's gonna he's he, he's gonna continue to break records. Uh, I don't see any weakness in this kid. This kid is legit. He's, he's here to play football for Dallas Cowboys. Man, he's an outstanding running back. And that's me. That's me. I, I mean, everybody sees it every Sunday. Everybody analyzes it every Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday, he shows back up. He does the same thing. You get to the point where it's almost like a broken record. This week coming up, we have a bye week. We don't play any team this week. And that for Dak Prescott, that for Zeke Elliott, that for Jason Witten, uh, is, and then that for our offensive line, our whole defensive team is going to be really well to heal up, lay up, lay up take off, uh, recoup, regenerate, and get back at it when we show back up. Because when we show back up in two weeks, in two Sundays, we have the Philadelphia Eagles during the nighttime. Uh and today, the Philadelphia Eagles against the Redskins, I was really not that impressed at all because the way the Cowboys played today was better than the Redskins and the Eagles combined all day long today. Just my opinion. No, I totally agree. I was uh, – we actually spent the whole noon portion of our time watching this game 
because we were thinking it was we were thinking that the Eagles were gonna just walk all over the Washington Redskins. Yeah, well, uh, we had some we had some pretty valid fantasy uh, 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 players in there that we, uh, of course, Carson Wentz for me is like water down the drain. Uh, I'm not oh, quite yeah. sure what happened. It was like filling up a, hole, a, a cup with a, a hole in the bottom of it. That's oh, just that's my fantasy team for the for the year. Man, after I'm out after watching after watching my whole game, I I, I really. I was really thinking that uh, this was a good team, but I was I was not impressed after after that game. Man, the Eagles took going into the year were they were expected to blow it up. They were picked to blow it up. Yeah, they and were. clearly have not. And the Redskins are, you know, I say the Redskins are are our closest threat to us in the NFC East. The the Giants, I'm not sure what the hell they're doing or when they're doing it or whatever. I think you I'm know, not sure they know what they're doing. And you know what? I don't either. They have Eli Manning and Odell Beckham and uh a few other players. Do what you do right. and when you show up, I'm sure we're gonna kick shit out of you too. We didn't the first game. and I give you that. You beat us the first game of the season. If you showed up in Dallas tomorrow, or if you called the Cowboys tomorrow to come, hey, fly to New York and play the Giants, they would, and they would beat your ass. Mm-hmm. Our team has developed that much in a short amount of time and is able to handle that task relatively easy. If you don't believe us, look at the last five games, four games, and look at today's game against the, the, the Green Bay Packers, who are the holier-than-thou Packers in Lambeau Field, uh, who are unbeaten, can't be beat, the holdouts, the, the the NFC powerhouse. Yeah, we went in there. We 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 took care of business today, without any doubt at all. We handled them well. We did what we were supposed to do, and we won the football game. There's nothing else to do. There's no there's no questions to be asked. Everything is clearly on the television, and that's the way I feel about it. Watch out, Philadelphia Eagles. Here we come. And you're exactly right because we have Philadelphia Eagles in two weeks. We have, a, like I said, we have a bye next week, and our bye. And after our bye, we got the Eagles at like seven thirty on the next Sunday evening, which is going to be on the big screen here at Dick and Carlos. Most spacious, lovely patio. Very lovely. It is lovely, and we're going to drink some ice cold Miller Light, which is the official beer of Dallas Cowboys and the official beer of the podcast. Dick and Carlos, most spacious love of the patio. And the podcast. And Beyond the Star. You're exactly right. Caught me at a brain fart moment. And that's not that, you know, we, we're talking about the judge over here, and he brain farts quite often. Because sometimes he brain farts when he opens up a beer because he don't really open up a lot of beers without permission from his girlfriend. And it's like a permission-type thing with him. I'm not quite sure what he has going on. But if he's going to continue to show up at Dick and Carla's, he's going to have to get a permanent permission request to open up cold beers on the patio of Dick and Carla's. And that's going to be something he's got to work out on his own. It's actually her mama. But, okay. I'm not Screw quite sure podcast. what the fuck you just said right there, Judge. You just made yourself look like. All right, guys. All right. Yeah, yeah take Enough it. That. Let's Enough talk that. some goddamn football. There you go. Holy That's what shit. I'm talking about. There you go, Judge. How about this, guys? Dak Prescott with his first interception. First interception of the year. Got it out of the way. Got it out of the way. Who is who is now has the record. NFL, the NFL record 
with more passes thrown without an interception. Uh, you know, you hate let's, to see it. Talk about it, Robbie. Let's, let's, what, what's your thoughts, man? You want to see how long this kid can go without throwing a pick. I mean, you really do. But you're in the NFL. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And everyone, you know, and I'm sure there were windows open in Vegas uh, today about or all week about is 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 uh, Dak going to throw a pick this this week? And I'm sure people won money off him throwing a pick. I'm sure people lost money on him throwing a pick. Me, I don't care one way or the other. It's part of the game. It's it happens. It it's happens. Happen. It hadn't happened to him until today. Yeah. And he took it in stride. Didn't get upset. He did get upset. He, he did didn't, not get upset whatsoever. He, he didn't get out of whack. No. The only thing. The only thing that. I detected. Oh, you uh, detected some? The, yeah, the only thing that I detected that he got out of whack about is when we had about two minutes left and we're inside the fifty. We're in. We're inside the uh, the Packers fifty. Right. And uh, Coach Garrett elected to kick a field goal instead of going for a touchdown. Uh, we're we're going to win it. We're going to win the game. I mean, time's on our side. There, there's no doubt. But and, being a Cowboys fan, as long as you and I have, and and judge and rhino cowboys are not like that no but being They're a competitive not. athlete and and dak they, prescott want, anybody would want that you want to stack yeah, them abs- points yeah absolutely yeah but you know it's that's just not how the cowboys work it maybe it's time the fucking cowboys change the way they work shit stack points like you would stack bodies if you're playing a uh, halo or call of duty like stack stack there's a song like and i don't know who sings it it's like stack, let the stack, hit the stack, floor. Hit the, let the bodies hit the hit the floor and stack them in the corner. I mean, let you know, kill them all, let God sort them out. Yeah, kill them all, kill kill them all, let God sort them out. You bet you. And now that's that's it's overboard. I get it. I tell you who did kill them all today. Tell us, Sean Lee. Sean Lee. He took some motherfuckers out, didn't he? <laughs> he killed allies he as mother- well. He put yeah. motherfuckers to sleep all day long. He, he called him Mr. Sandman. That, he put motherfuckers uh, to sleep. That dude is legit. Yeah, Mr. Well, Sandman. We're not, we never done. Mr. Have, Sandman. Well, I'll tell you what, we have. We both we both <laughs> have a jersey hate of the closet we've yeah, yet to wear. Absolutely. Because every time we wear it, he gets hurt. Yeah. And I don't want to jinx the kid because he's a legitimate hard hitter. Now, this kid, he's probably the heaviest hitter <laughs> on the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys defense. Because when he hits somebody, you better as well set your fucking alarm. Mo Claiborne, Mo Claiborne, he's he's on the plane. He's sleeping right now. You gonna you gonna need it to wake up. He's sleeping on the plane. Yeah, he he is. Yeah. Sli- he's sleeping on the plane. Sleeping on the plane. And that's not like uh, uh, Dirk Bentley song. He counts sheep, Drunk dog. on the plane. He counts sheep. He's sleeping on the fucking plane. He counts plane. sheep right now. He's counting something. Yeah. But I tell you what, he ain't Ooh. counting points because he can't. He can't count right now because we scored so many points <laughs> on the Fudge Packers today. It's pitiful. And Aaron Rodgers. Oh, absolutely. I'm not quite. I think Aaron Aaron Rodgers might be a uh, FaceTiming Eric Ellison because they look just a fucking like, and ask him about the Redfish tournament on the Sabine River. Aaron Rodgers, like 300 pounds lighter. Uh, yeah, just slightly. 300 pounds. Slightly lighter, uh, but looks a lot like this kid. And I'm not quite sure if they have the same daddy, same mama, same something. But they got something. Uh, so they got something in them. Something. something. And later, yeah, yep. And they're from cross country from each other. Yeah. So it might be the same doctor, same medicine, same eyebrows, because they both got fucking eyebrows. I'm telling you right now, they got eyebrows. And 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 you see these come over dudes? They got eyebrows. They grow so long, you could use them for a hairpiece, folks. A hairpiece. 
one side, left side, right side. You can change that shit up. You can spike it with some uh, some of that gel. Some of that. Uh, hey, Judge, what's that gel y'all use? Them kids use. I use Rock hard, rock hard, rock hard jail. Not to be mixed up with the rock hard shit that makes your dick hard every day. But the rock hard jail. Rock hard. Rock hard jail. All right, we're going into a bye. Going into a bye next week. It's going to be kind of a, a laid back week weekend for us next week. You know, finally get some family time and things like that together. Anybody anybody load up our stats today on Zeke and and, uh, and Dak and, and whatnot? I told you already. Fucking ridiculous. That's what the stats What do you want to they know? They were blown up. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, Zeke's pa- – uh, Zeke's- Dak Prescott, 18 completions, 18 completions out of 27 passes, 247 yards, three TDs, one interception. Ezekiel Elliott, 28 carries for 157 yards. Terrence Williams, four receiving – four receptions for 75 yards. Uh, why they left Cole Beasley out of this, I have no idea. But evidently – Huh? Producer Ryan's got Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley, uh, six receptions for 58 yards. Uh, awesome guy. Yeah, he's awesome. awesome. That kid's all, he's, he's been awesome. legit. He's, he's dialed in all year. Oh, dialed he's, in. That's he's him. dialed in like motherfucking AT&T, dog. He's dialed. No, AT&T can kiss my ass. Uh, uh, Verizon? Verizon's legit. AT&T can kiss oh, my God. ass out here. All right. Kiss his ass. Yeah, boy. But, uh. What do you think the defense? What do you think about the defense? I think the defense, defense played a bigger role than Dak Prescott <laughs> or Ezekiel Elliott today. I think our defense stood up and put up and shut down a a, a really legitimate offense today. Uh, man, without really missing a beat, we and, and that, I'm not going to go. I'm not going. I'm not going to continue to say a ragtag defense. Uh, and I, we're going to get that just a minute. And I'm not gonna. I'm not. And judge, I'm not gonna go with a no-name defense because everyone knows their names on the defense. They're just not uh, a players. They're learning to be a players. They're beginning to be a players. Uh, we have a great. And let me take that back. We have a good uh, secondary. We have a legitimate linebacking core, and we have a legitimate uh, defensive line group. And I think if they could continue to produce like they do, and they're well coached up, and these guys are actually well coached up, you you can't discount their coaching. They're, they're they continue to be well coached up, game after game, and they're ahead of the curve on what the offense is going to run, and they expect they they expect the unexpected for offensive plays. And our 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 defense is a legitimate defense, uh, and I want them to continue to be underrated throughout the season to be. The unknown, the unknown, the the unknown common denominator in victories, as well as the Denver Broncos were known last year to win championships based off their defense. I would rather our offense or our defense to be unknown. My my prediction. Our defense had five takeaways this game. Can, five. And you five. know, in your in producer Ryan, five takeaways is awesome. It, five takeaways in an NFL game is exceptional defensive play. That's along the lines of a championship, championship great defensive play, without a doubt. And in, and in my opinion, that defense stood up, stood up, towed the line against, and and the Packers was the toughest game, the toughest team we played this year, without a doubt, the toughest. 
the defense stood up, put up, and shut that offense out. They did. You cannot expect more than that. Back to a topic that everyone's asking. It's going to be, man, we got two weeks, guys. And 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 we're, we're, what's our time, uh, Producer Ryan? 16 minutes. 16 minutes. So you, you're going to give me about 13, 14 easy minutes to talk about this next topic. Uh, and I'm sure it's going to bring some, some – Piss me off. It's not going to piss you off, Judge, because you're taking pit- nice pictures over there with your iPhone uh, of me, by the way, and they're nice because I'm in them. Uh, anyway, I'm going to I'm going to talk about this, and and Chad Andrew, uh, listen to me what I'm talking about. Uh, I don't want to hear any. Well, I, I tell you what. I, I tell you what. We're going to hear this all, for two weeks. We're going to hear when any time you turn on NFL Network, you're not going to hear about Tom Brady, which is actually a relief. Believe me, it's a relief because I'm tired of talking about Tom Brady and what the hell he can do, without a doubt. You're going to talk about. They're going to talk about uh, Dak Prescott and Tony Romo, and what should the Dallas Cowboys do, and if the Dallas Cowboys put in Tony Romo. Where are they going to be? And if they keep Dak Prescott in, where are they going to be? And is that going to interrupt their mojo? And is that going to interrupt their flojo? And is that going to interrupt the potent offense? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go off what Dak Prescott said about the Dallas Cowboys offense and the Dallas Cowboys football team a couple of weeks ago. And even last week, he said, this is Tony Romo's team. I'm out here to win games. When Tony comes back, it's his team. What else do y'all want? Everybody likes predictions. Everybody likes drama. Everybody likes differency. And, man, I'm telling you right now, I would say lay off the bullshit. And let the Dallas Cowboys do the Dallas Cowboys. Let Tony Romo be Tony Romo. Now, we know that after their bye week, we have the Chicago, uh, I'm I'm sorry, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. And it's a night game, a Sunday night game. And we know Dak Prescott's going to play that game because they've already announced that that Tony's not going to be back to the Cleveland Browns. And, and Des Bryant, in my opinion, I'm not sure what the hell's going on with this kid. Uh, he's lost a lot of respect in my side, on my side. He was cleared by the doctors to play. Exactly. He was cleared by the doctors to play. I'm not quite sure what's going on with him. He's been franchise tagged. I think he realized that you franchise tagged me. Now I'm yours. Now you have to play by my rules. Because... I'm going to be the bitch now. Now I have a fractured knee. Even though I feel like I can play this week, I'm not because I don't fucking want to. Put in Bryce Butler, let him play. And that that really aggravates me because today was a game that he could really be used. Although Dak Prescott is a type of quarterback who only throws a football to wide receivers that are open. With that is awesome. 
because you don't you don't necessarily expect to be Des Bryant against every you know football that's thrown from the quarterback. You they and and Dak spreads it around from from you know Des Bryant to Bryce Butler to Jason Witten to the little Cole Beasley to Terrence Williams. Man, this guy, it's like equal opportunity employer. He has it written all over him. Enough about enough about Des Bryant. I mean, there's no doubt that Des Bryant is an incredibly talented player, but he has just seemed to have lost his motivation to play. And I agree with you, but I don't know what it takes to get his motivation back. Because you got a five and one, a five and one Dallas Cowboy football team that's won a majority of those wins without Des Bryant, without Tony Romo. What is he thinking? What do you what do you believe he's thinking now? He should be thinking that we could win games without him, and that he he doesn't matter. He should be. If he's not, he needs a, a slap in the face. As if today wasn't a slap in the face enough. That oh my gosh. These guys, they I, they could cut me, and they could win football games without me. I agree with you. We know we're not going to do that. But I think he needs to be leaned on more uh, to play football. That's what he's getting paid for, after all. That's what pays for that big-ass chain around his neck. That's what pays for his expensive-ass car and his big-ass house. I agree. Yeah, definitely. So what would you want? I mean, and I know – Man, I hate I hate doing this stuff. I'm I hate talking negative talk on the Dallas Cowboys when the Dallas Cowboys are doing really well. The Dallas Cowboys are on the upswing. And you know what? I'm not going to talk. Des Bryant is going to be Des Bryant, and when Des Bryant decides to come back, I'm sure they'll find him a place. Dak Prescott is going to be Dak Prescott, and when injured Tony Romo comes back. I'm sure they're going to find him a place. Until then, we are the Dallas Cowboys. We are a legitimate NFC-leading football team. We're at the top tier of the NFL based off what we've done and how we performed this year. That has surprised the uppers in the Dallas Cowboys organization. That surprised uppers in the NFC, the NFL, and the Society, without a doubt. I definitely agree. Yeah. So, where where is there left to go? There's nowhere left to go but up. Yeah. So, where do you go? Where do you go from here then? The Super Bowl. You can, no, you keep moving. Yeah, you're right. You're you're heading that direction, Ryan. But you keep moving up. You don't stop. You never stop. You never stop. And if you take a loss along the way, you you continue to go. You never stop. But I believe this week, this bye week coming up, is going to set some things in motion that have not been in motion, because because the uh, because the Dallas Cowboys hasn't been faced with uh, that many issues throughout the season. To tell you the truth, really, outside of the, the controversies of the quarterback and uh, you know the small running back uh, controversies, things such as that. So I don't really believe that. And, and small defensive issues that, that's going to pose a big issue 
with the Dallas Cowboys. I believe we're going to be able to continue, continue to be able to produce at a performance level that will allow us to outperform the other team. Now, as the season goes along, the, the belt's going to tighten just a little bit and a little bit more and a little bit more. But it seems like after every team has a bye, the belt tightens up just a little bit. And it's like the bell that rings up that, you know, the bell you hear ringing. It's like we have to produce now as if they haven't in the past. But I don't think that team's going to be under pressure to produce until they experience their first loss. And I know they have the first game, and I'm not counting the first game as a, the first loss. I'm not. But until they experience their first their their first loss, which is actually their second, and I get it, their second loss or whatever, uh, <coughs> it's. I don't think they're going to be under that urgency to continue to win football games or will hear the bell toll outside of playing their own methodical play of football which will allow them to ring that bell on their own. And their methodical play of football will allow them to ring that bell on their own. No doubt. What, what do you think, Chad? Oh, I, I totally agree. I totally agree with you. I couldn't, couldn't have said it any better. It, and and, and, and it th- that's the thing about it. But for a team, you know, a team like the Dallas Cowboys, who we we come in, they 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 lost their first game. We're looking at each other like, what the hell's going on? And Tony Romo goes out. We got Dak Prescott coming in, and we're looking at each other like, what the hell? Who who is this kid? And what, of, where are we going to go from think here? Think about the decision uh, Jerry Jones has to make now. No, think about the decision that Dak Prescott has to make. Think about the decision that that team has to make. That Dak team, Prescott has to make. What decision he got to make? What role is he going to take? What role? It, it's not up to him to decide what role he's fixing to take. It's, it's up to Jerry Jones what role he's fixing and to take. And you're exactly right. But we're talking about an involuntary role this kid's going to have to take. But he knew that. He knew that coming into it. You know, he's he come in. He come in knowing that he was a backup. You know what I'm saying? But it's, he did. But I don't believe he expected this much of success as him being a backup. And – I don't. I don't necessarily believe that his. You know, your victories, your success in the NFL is only going to rub off on you. Is only going to give you that that umph, that motivation. That yeah, this is my team. That command and control. This is my team. I. I don't think that. This. I don't think. I don't think that this. He's going to really be able to produce. Process and accept this decision when it comes around, in my opinion. I think he's a stand-up guy, and I think he will. I mean, I know he's a stand-up guy, but it's going to take a couple of weeks, a couple of games, maybe three weeks. Because, well, you, you we really don't know right now. You suit uh, up. He's going back. He's he's coming back. Supposedly, what they say, he's coming back after the bye. Yeah, he will, he's going to he play will. against Philadelphia. Yeah. And, you know, it's that's going to be a hard decision for – for the upper upper echelon to to decide, you know what, you know, I think should that, we take Tony out, or I think should we that, just leave it as the way it is? I think that so decision's been made. Yeah, I, I I'm with you on that. But uh, and that decision is to put Tony Romo back in, and that, and you know what, I don't know, man. In all know. actuality, that'd be my decision. 
put Tony Romo back in. Here's one thing I'm worried about. I want Tony Romo to come back in. I'm not worried about him. I'm worried about is Dak Prescott still going to be as good as he is now if he's sitting on the bench for the rest of the season? I don't see why he would not be. Because he, he came straight out of college and played in the NFL. Really no break. You but know if he's sitting on the bench for a, a football NFL season, is he, gonna, is he gonna come back and be good? But you know what he's capable of. Well, yeah, we know what he's capable of now. But what if? And his his what he's capable of now is nothing compared to what he could be, what he's going to be for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh yeah, I There's, definitely agree with that's that. That's nothing. We're we're talking about baby steps. He's going to be better than Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be better than Brett Favre. He's going to be better than Troy Aikman. He's going to be better than Roger Staubach. He's going to be amongst the best, and I, I just said about four of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's going to be, by the time he finishes his career, he's going to be amongst that that <coughs> those, those best quarterbacks in the NFL. I definitely agree with that, yeah. And, and we're lucky because we get to see the infant stages of, of Dak Prescott. And – we could we get to talk about the years that he played football for the Dallas Cowboys, which he will continue to play football for the Dallas Cowboys. And he was, you know, held back. He play, played six, five, six or seven games, and he, he was held back. And he produced. But the starting quarterback, which is Tony Romo, shows up and, and plays football and comes back in. And we get to see that. And that's a great thing. And that's a great thing, in my opinion. But – and, and what what are your thoughts, Jeff? I don't, man, I I really think that uh, that they're going to. I think they depending on how Dak does in Philadelphia, if he does well, I think you're going to see. I think you're going to see more Dak uh, than you really thought you would. I don't really think you're going to see more Dak than what everybody planned on. I think you're going to see a limited amount of Dak after Tony comes back. And it is what it is. It's, it's going to be what it's going to be. Today, folks, we won. We beat the Green Bay Packers. Real quick, next week we have a bye week, right? So, no podcast. But next week we'll win 52 to nothing. <laughs> and producer Ryan keeps throwing up the 52 to nothing stuff out there. I think it's 75 nothing. Holy crap. So, all right, podcasters, podcast folks. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have a podcast next week. We're going to take the week off. We're going to drink some cold milk on the cross patio. Uh, we're going to watch some football games, but we're not going to watch Dallas Cowboys. So that means we're going to watch some subpar football games uh, from other NFL teams around the league. But uh, anyway, join us back a week after that, which is two weeks. Uh, actually, it's, it's going to be a Sunday night game. Yeah, we're going to be a little bit dragging behind that podcast. Uh, maybe Monday evening, Monday evening-ish. Yeah, we'll, we might record it uh, either before the game Sunday or Monday. And that's so, a possibility. Yeah, yeah, expect a, it up either Sunday night or Monday night. Yeah, and that's a possibility. We may, we may record uh, Sunday evening before the game, uh, and we're just going to see how that goes. And what news breaks in the next two weeks with the Dallas Cowboys? We're going to bring it to you as soon as we get it. Stay tuned. Uh, when you see a podcast come up, uh, the latest and greatest podcast, of Beyond the Star come up, click it, listen, like us, Twitter, Facebook, and whatnot. Instagram. We
we don't have an Instagram because we are an audio podcast. It wouldn't make much sense to have an Instagram. And that's coming from Drunk Chad. Yeah, he just clarified what you said. I'm not drunk. And maybe we'll get to that point, but we're not at that point yet. But I get what he's saying. How about how about you talk on the microphone and give me your input? Spin the record, Spinderella. All right. Thank you, folks. Hey, you know, and before we end this podcast, we're going to have a two-week break. Take care of yourselves. Uh, the election is coming up. Vote your heart. Vote your conscience. Uh, vote Trump. <laughs> yeah. Uh, vote. Vote. Vote your. Yeah. You know. Vote uh, who you believe will be a great leader going into this uh, next election. Trump for the next four years. Trump. Uh, and, and and you know beyond all, thank God every day you wake up. Uh, take care of each other. Take care of one another. And take care of yourself. Until then, go Dallas Cowboys straight live from. Dick and Crawl's most lovely patio. This is Beyond the Star.